This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, hello again. I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History class, where we examine the past from the present. Today is November 17th, 2019. The day was November 17, 1903. Mary Alice Nelson, also known as Molly Spotted Elk, was born on the Penobscot Indian Island Reservation in Maine. Molly was a dancer, actress, and writer. The Penobscot Reservation was near Old Town, Maine. The Penobscot are peoples indigenous to the northeastern United States and Maritime Canada. They are a federally recognized tribe in Maine and are part of the Wabanaki Confederacy. Traditionally, their subsistence was rooted in hunting, fishing, and collecting wild plants. They moved seasonally to have access to food. But as with other indigenous peoples in North America, life changed for the Penobscot when Europeans arrived on the continent. Disease reduced their population and Europeans dispossessed them of their land. By the time Molly was born, tourism and entertainment were a big part of the Penobscot economy. Molly Dellis was the name that her parents called her. Her mother was a basket maker and practiced traditional medicine, and her father was a political leader. He was also the first Penobscot to attend Dartmouth College, and both of her grandfathers had been tribal leaders. Molly had seven younger siblings, whom she helped raise. She and her siblings sold their mother's baskets in tourist towns, and Molly learned traditional dances to help support her family. Tourists often gave Penobscot children change to dance. Molly enjoyed dancing, and she took jobs cleaning houses so she could afford ballet lessons in Bangor. When she was 13 years old, she completed her last year at Old Town Junior High. And over the next few years, she worked as a governess, joined a vaudeville company, and worked as a counselor at a summer camp for girls. She was in and out of high school over the years, but after going to live with Frank Speck, a University of Pennsylvania anthropologist, she was able to go to Swarthmore Preparatory School and audit classes at the University of Pennsylvania. She contributed to Speck's study of the Penobscot called Penobscot Man, the life of a forest tribe in Maine. It's not entirely clear whether she graduated from the university, but when she left, she joined an Old West show, touring the country and working at a ranch in Oklahoma. It was around this time when she started going by the name Molly Spotted Elk. But soon, Molly turned back to dancing to gain notoriety and success. She moved to New York, saying that once she became famous, her mother would no longer have to make baskets. There, she worked as a nude model for artists, gave dance lessons, and modeled footwear. All the while, she saved money for school, sent money back to her mom, and read a lot. She joined the Foster Girls Chorus Line and worked with an all-Native American troupe that performed on the Keith Albee vaudeville circuit. Between shows, she wrote poetry and stories. Eventually, she began doing solo performances, mixing traditional indigenous dances with contemporary ones like the Charleston and the Black Bottom. In 1928, Molly landed a big role in the silent film, The Silent Enemy, which was released in 1930. But it wasn't as big of a financial hit as she hoped it would be, and it didn't make her a huge star, even though it helped her buy her family a new house. 
The year after the film was released, she went to France as a part of the ballet corps of the International Colonial Exposition and part of a Native American jazz band called the United States Indian Band. She stayed in Paris for a while, working with anthropologists, attending lectures at the Sorbonne, and she taught ballet. There, she met Jean Archambault, whom she later married. After the Great Depression hit and the couple had trouble keeping work, a pregnant Molly moved to the United States without Jean. She had her daughter there, and she landed roles in several Hollywood films, including Last of the Mohicans and The Charge of the Light Brigade. In 1938, she and her daughter went back to Paris to reunite with John, but her family's time there was turbulent. Work was scarce, her second child died as an infant, and World War II was beginning. Molly went back to the U.S. and got a job dancing and maintaining costumes for a touring company, but her husband's health was declining, and he died in October of 1941. In the States, Molly went back and forth between Indian Island and New York, taking small jobs. She spent time in a mental institution, and she wrote stories and made dolls. By the early 1950s, she had settled in Indian Island, where she remained for the rest of her life. She died in 1977. Molly left behind her diaries, a book of traditional Penobscot stories, and a dictionary of the Penobscot language. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. To learn more about Molly, you can listen to the episode of Stuff You Missed in History Class called Mary Alice Nelson, a.k.a. Molly Spotted Elk. The link is in the description. Want to impress your internet crush? Show them your history smarts by sharing something you learned on the show. Don't forget to tag us at T-D-I-H-C podcast. Or you can go the old-fashioned route and send us an email at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you again tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.